Welcome everyone to NMWV, the nerdy news and our wrestling views. We have Alex, aka Mr. Trend, and myself, Aaron, aka Sus Monkeys. Today we'll be discussing our wrestling views on the recent pay-per-view, WWE Fastlane 2019. I'll pass it over to Trend. Let me know what you thought about our whole... Did your mate just cut off? Nope. Okay, I thought you might cut off. I was like, oh shit. Um, what up? Um, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what to say. What, 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 what do I do with my hands? Um, I don't know, man. Just tell us what you thought. What'd you think of the whole? Uh, as a, what'd you think of the whole show? I think as Overall. a, as a whole, probably one of the, it's probably one of the better pay per views in the last, last couple months. I'd say it's probably one of the better ones. That, really? I liked it. I did. Um, I did like some of it. Um, I felt like it, it, for some of the matches, it progressed some of the stories, and for other ones, it's kind of a uh, what the hell is going on here? Uh, why the fuck is this happening? Um, like yeah, I, I said, but it it started off, and I thought it started off terribly. Yes, like New Day versus Rusev Shinsuke. Yeah, no point in that match. Stupid. Absolutely. SmackDown um, Tag Team Championship Usos versus Miz and Shane. That yeah. was borderline okay. Uh, Women's Championship match, uh, SmackDown, Oscar versus Mandy Rose, one of the better matches for the night. Kofi versus the Bar Handicap match. After oh, that, pay per view was out, <laughs> out the door for me, out the door. Well, I mean, some of those that you listed, I, I, I didn't really care. I didn't really care for the Oscar and Mandy Rose match. Um, the Bar versus Kofi, um, I liked just because you know everyone likes that underdog match, but I. I that was one of those what the fuck is going on matches for me. And that was one of those like what is going on. Thought he was getting in the we thought we were getting a triple threat for the WWE title. And the next thing you know, he's fighting the bar. Just out of nowhere, there's the bar. Like that to me when, was When I rewatch a pay per view and I'm watching matches, that one there is a fast forward match for me. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. Don't care about it. The yeah. best thing about it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, no, was, the best thing about it was that this is boring chart going on, but yeah, yep. And I think I think honestly, a lot of that, it, I don't feel that the match itself overall was boring. I think it was just it was a match nobody wanted. Like people wanted to see coffee in the title match. We thought we were getting it, and then next thing you know, here's the bar again out of nowhere. Um, so people just chanting to you know just throw the match off because it was nobody wanted to see it. Nobody came to see the bar freaking do a handicap match against Coffee Kingston. It, it was it was pointless and it was worthless and it's just Vince McMahon being a dick. Yep. Hopefully they give Kofi the title shot at WrestleMania to, that he deserves and if they do, I reckon he'll win it. I hope so. That'd be that'd be awesome thing to see. Now going back to what you were talking about with the um, the first match we had was what, New Day versus New, Rusev with Rusev Woods and Big Shinsuke. E winning. Oh yeah, Rusev and uh, Shinsuke with New Day winning, which was I like any matches that, that you know contain the New Day. I'm a big, big New Day fan. Um, I know a lot of people get tired of their goofy gimmick, um, but I like them. I think they're a very good stable of three awesome superstars who could do good individually, but I'd like to see them all do good individually but still remain the New Day. Um, yeah. Because there was a there's a couple of things that, that I've seen over the last couple of weeks and even tonight with New Day like when they're handling coffee they seem like they they got coffee's back but every now and then if you watch them like they give like this look like they're like they're not happy like they're like they want to know why they're not getting the push and coffee is you know so I'm I'm hoping yeah. there's not gonna be the typical coffee gets a push 
ends up winning the title and then here goes the oh look freaking new day's mad at coffee let's 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 turn heel and freaking kick him out of the group now because i like him as a group that's It'll, my big if worry they do that that's an evolution thing randy won get yeah. rid of him yep Jesus exactly won, get rid of him yep same sort of thing now one thing with i thought match, was oh go ahead go ahead oh with that match rusev by himself love him as a wrestler yep. if he keeps lana around he will not go far yep absolutely uh, I completely agree, and then the same with Shinsuke. I like Shinsuke as a wrestler. Um, those two—that was some some I was about to talk about. Is that those two together? I don't understand. I don't understand who thought putting like why they assume like these quote unquote foreign wrestlers whenever they don't have anything going on single wise are like, all right, we're just gonna put you in a a tag team and make you guys heels have absolutely nothing at all in common. Um, like the bar. I, that shit has lasted far longer than I ever thought it would. Like, like now I feel like that's they what's happening with well Rusev. Yeah, they do. They they have grown well together. That 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 is very true. But I don't see that happening with Shinsuke and Rusev at all. They're just two. The bar they they're kind of similar kind of people. The Shinsuke and Rusev are completely opposite wrestling styles, personalities. Everything about them is opposite. I don't see why they're in a tag team. Um, but something I caught in the beginning of the match. I don't know if you saw it. That I thought was pretty funny. Um, was Shinsuke was doing his um, his entrance right, and when he got to the ring, you know when he gets in the ring, he gets in the middle and does that thing where like throws his arm back, like lays back on the yeah. ground. He was going to do that, and then they interrupt him by playing New Day music, and he looked pissed, bro. Yeah. He looked mad as hell. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they cut off Shinsuke. Well, they cut him off about fifteen seconds too yeah. early. Yep, exactly, and, that, and that's a lot. That's a lot for a freaking entrance. Yeah, the one thing I really love about New Day, their outfits—they are always so good yeah yep so that's with the one thing so with that match what are you what, what would you rate that match to be you know, uh, uh, we gotta figure out some type of rating scale for this yeah. for this podcast so but... as we're going through watching it I was taking down notes I gave it a 20 out of it was the pre-show yeah not, if, you, if you're just watching the main event you're not gonna see it watching that two and a half it had good energy in it yeah um, the only thing that dropped it down for me I don't think Rusev and Shinsuke work well together absolutely They're, their styles like you watch the new day they're perfect they feed off each other doesn't matter whether it's kofi Big E, um xavier woods Big E, or kofi and um uh, xavier yeah they all work well like those three can interchange perfectly whereas rusev and shinsuke their styles are just too different yep yep and I, that's what i like about the three-man dynamic with uh with new day is like you said there's they can rotate out people and they all work well together kind of like um not to get sidetracked from the pay-per-view but kind of <clears throat> kind of like uh undisputed is you know there's four guys there but they can all yep. rotate out and they all still do well together um the other the other good thing about new day is when one of them's not wrestling they're not interfering in the match yeah like if it's if it's woods yep. he's just there and all he's doing is running around with um uh, what does he call his trumpet um yeah um i forgot um I won't say Lucille, but that's freaking... That's Walking Dead. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was, but whatever he called like just blowing that, doing the New Day champ with it is perfect. Yep. Um, and, you know, after that match, we were supposed to have Rey Mysterio versus Andrade. Um, and I, I totally had forgotten about the match because we had moved straight into the Usos and Miz match. And then I was sitting there looking at my notes, you know, right because I had previously written down or written down what matches were supposed to go on so I knew which ones to like, write some notes on um, and I was like wait a minute Rey Mysterio and Andrade where the hell did that match go um, it took me a bit to remember that um, earlier on in the pre-show they announced after yep. you saw 
um, Joe say he doesn't care who he faces that so they made it the fatal four, which put them two into it yeah yep so that's why I was like man uh, okay and then you had to remind me because I think I might have like gotten up to get some drink or something at that time so I, did, I missed that part um, and then I guess the first match we had for the pay-per-view was uh, Usos, Usos versus uh, Miz and Shane, Shane. Honestly, um, I love Usos. Um, I love the Miz by himself as a heel. I don't care for this whole babyface thing. Then Shane, Shane's kind of like that guy that's I don't know. Like I don't know what it is about Shane. The, he's he's the got something about him that you like. No, here's the perfect way to explain Shane. First five minutes of the match, he's fantastic. After that, he gets tired, he gets sloppy, and you're just like, "What are you doing out there, you yeah. old man?" Yep, <laughs> exactly. He's at that point, it's like, "All right, stop." Um, so something I wrote yeah. down for myself was how I don't like this Miz gimmick, man. Like I felt like he was like a little high schooler, like just the, the looks on his face, the way he was carrying himself. He went from being the brash, the cocky, the super efficient, the Miz, Mr. Like Hollywood, a, yeah, to to this, to a, a high school boy scout who's fanboying over his freaking favorite wrestlers. Like what? Like I, I just yeah. don't. I personally don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, and then luckily, um, at the end of the match, we kind of got what was kind of expected to come. I didn't think Shane was going to turn. I know you did. I thought Miz was going to turn like he was going to lose. That they lost again. Yeah. And I thought Miz was going to turn. Uh, one thing, though, is uh, Miz's dad needs a haircut. Yeah. And Shane should have slapped him. <laughs> Shane should have slapped his dad yeah, right across as, the face. Absolutely should have. If he was going to do the heel turn... He should have hit the dad first and Miz's back was turned and then went after yeah. Miz. But when Miz, when Shane turned, I knew it was going to happen. I was just, I was waiting for it the whole end of that match. When, when Miz got that pin or when Miz got pinned, I knew it was going to happen. I was just waiting for it. And then when he did it, I was like, I called it. Cause if you look at it, I know I said this while we were watching, but every match that Miz and Shane have lost has been Miz getting pinned. Um, yeah. So it was kind of a given, like you, you know, if you if you if you watch enough wrestling, you're you're smart enough to know that if you got a tag team and then that person's losing all the time, eventually they're gonna end up turning on each other. Like that's just the way it goes. So I'm happy to see it happen. I'm not happy about the fact knowing that this is gonna lead to a Miz and Shane WrestleMania match. Don't really care to see that. Um, but that that's neither here nor there. At least it's just not another match on the card. Yeah. Uh, the one, the one shining light from this was this is where Corey picked up some of his best commentary for it. Corey's <laughs> commentary in this match, I could not stop laughing at, like him just ripping into like Miz and Shane. Yeah, That's some of the the funnest stuff you'll hear, and just his praise on the Usos as well. Like I think a lot of their the Usos work falls to the wayside. They would have to be probably the best tag team there is in the business at the moment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Ab, ab. Like the way those two work together, their their tag team moves, their their singles moves, it all just ties in perfectly. Yep, and if you look at those, the, to me, that's one of those teams where if they were to ever leave WWE, they would be a legit like hot commodity to grab up real quick. Like oh, you know, AEW. Uh, if someone like AEW or um. Uh, who else? New Japan was to yeah. get them. Yeah, ROH, man. There's so many different companies out there nowadays. And, you know, if they were to get the Usos, that'd be like, there's a lot of wrestlers leaving right now. And a lot of wrestlers wanting to leave and like go to AEW and go to New Japan. But, you know, these companies have stated that, you know, they don't want to be the fallback for WWE. They don't want to be the pickup of all. They don't want to be prior TNA where they just picked up every WWE superstar that left and they came over to TNA and they were hoping they would be just as big. Um, yeah. But Usos, I feel, 
would be a required um, requirement. Like if they were to leave WWE, you have to pick them up. Like that's they're they're that fucking good. They're to me they're the only legit tag team on WWE, but next to New Day, that's the only yep. two honest to god tag teams I feel. Um, I then what was the next one was what Oscar versus Mandy Rose Oscar versus Mandy. Um, uh, which Oscar oh, so won? Just, just to finish off with the SmackDown, I gave it a two out of five. Okay, okay. It was short and it was it was sloppy in parts. The finish was the best bit about it. So okay. two out of five for myself on that one. And I'm just letting you do the range right now, man, because I have no range scheme set up or like yeah. what to, what I'm doing. So that's cool. Um, so on to Oscar, Oscar. your your girl, Oscar. Hey man, Oscar. This is my girl, Mandy. Um, hey man. Oscar it is wasn't a, beast. a long match. Oscar is a beast. It wasn't a long match, but those clean running knee shots that both of them hit on each other yeah. were some of the best shots I've seen in a long time. And then Oscar's finish move on Mandy was the cleanest face shot I have ever seen. That looked like it actually hurt, and Mandy took it like a champ. Except, yeah, I mean, I, I overall, I think it was, it was a decent match. Now, um... I definitely didn't see Mandy. I felt like it was a filler match. Like, I didn't feel like Mandy deserved to have a championship match yet, um, especially against someone like Asuka. Like, I feel like Asuka, they gave Asuka the title, um, and they really don't have any plans with her because all they're focused on is the Raw Women's Championship. Like, they're not focused at all on SmackDown. Is on the three girls. Yeah, and, the, and that kind of sucks because I believe the Asuka is better than Becky Lynch or um, I, I, won't, I won't know if I'd say she's better than Charlotte but she's definitely yeah, I, better than Ronda she's better yep. than, than Becky in my eyes Oscar's been around for a while she knows what she's doing she's a great champion they just gave her a championship like I right, hear this is to shut people up now just go fight some rando people until we figure out what to do with you yeah um, and then what the, then Mandy Rose lost by slipping on the ring uh, which gave the Oscar the match. chance um to, to hit her finisher, uh, she right? She hit her finisher. Yeah. 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 She got up, kicked her straight in the face. Yeah. So she got up and picked, kicked her in the face. And then, you know, afterwards, Sonya was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Um, and then, like, I don't do you know. understand the point of um, Sonya looking under the ring for a kendo stick? Yeah. She I, found it and then didn't use it? Yeah. What was the point of that? At I least think, if she had lost. Yeah. Get in the ring and beat the shit out of Oscar with a kendo stick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like like in, during the match earlier, she had looked on, in the ring on the other side. And I think either one, she might have meant to do that, just like kind of play off the fact she was looking for something. Or two, she forgot what spot it was supposed to be at and was just over there, like on the wrong side of the ring, trying to set the apron up for that shit. And they were like, oh, no, 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 not yet, not yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're not, we're, <laughs> this ain't the finish yet. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell what they were trying to do there. Like, to set it up saying, like, I want weapon yeah there wasn't one there i'll look for a weapon somewhere else yep now what i find interesting though is like um is with the oscar and manny rose thing is you know we had a a random segment for whatever reason with ec3 trying to hit on manny rose and sonya stepping in and like sitting there trying to get him to go away manny rose looked like she was actually a little entertained by ec3 but sonya wasn't having it and now you got this thing happen where manny rose is just completely pissed at um sonya so i mean i've could see uh, maybe a Sonya Mandy split and the Mandy and EC3 together. I don't know. How would Corey Graves feel about that? <laughs> That's the big too question soon. here. Too soon. <laughs> oh, come on. It's never too soon. <laughs> he'd be. I think he'd be a little hurt about it. 
married or not. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Corey. Although, if he keeps up his commentary, I don't care about his personal life. I'm happy that he's commentating. I don't care about his personal life regardless, but... Like he, he, that dude just isn't chill out, man. Yeah, 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 absolutely. (laughs) Um, So with the Oscar Mandy match, I gave it a three out of five. Best match of the night so far. Like more we've seen. Yep, definitely was. It was definitely again as much as I like Usos and stuff. It was, it was one of the. Even though I didn't really care for Mandy Rose, like I don't really know who's in contention for the SmackDown Women's Title. So it felt like, okay, maybe she did earn her title shot. So it felt like it was a match that could be used as a future match and or um, it was actually a match that was there for a reason. Like it wasn't just a quick thrown together freaking match like the rest of these seemed like they were. Um, It'll be good to see what happens on um, SmackDown. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, we had, The next thing we got uh, wrote down was... Kofi versus the bar. Well, I, before that, I wrote down a couple notes. Um, I wanted to, like, I was going to skip this since, you know, the change happened, but I wanted to talk about it real quick. And so I wrote down certain parts of, for backstage segments, right? And I wrote down, I was like, backstage, coffee, new day, talking to Vince. And then I wrote, coffee added to the WWE Championship match. Fuck yes. And then on the bottom of that, I wrote, nope, fucking roped, handicap match. Fuck you, WWE. Um, <laughs> I was pissed because I thought he was getting his match, bro. I was like, "Yes, we're getting that triple threat, man! This is gonna be awesome." And then it didn't happen. Yeah, he was like, "It's right now." It goes outside, and we're like, "I." Right. And then, like, as soon as coffee was coming out, and I saw them talking to Ring now, so I was like, "Oh God, they, they, this isn't the match. This ain't the match we were looking for." Yeah. And then they were like, "Uh, versus a handicap match versus the bar," and now we're in that match: the bar versus Coffee Kingston. A handicap match, bro. Like what? Not not even a handicap tag match. Just a two on one match. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It was just straight up two on one. Like uh, I even wrote down like what was the purpose of this match? Why this? Why this match? Why the bar? Like um, then the fact that almost the entire match they were chanting, "This is boring. This is yep. boring." I was like, dude. Like do they, I hope the guy they realize that. They got something in Coffee Kingston right now that like people want to like kind of like Daniel Bryan back in the day, right? Like even though I'm sure if Daniel yeah, we Bryan, went, yeah, like like he had that going, and they kept trying to trying to stun it, and it just made it bigger and bigger and bigger. So I, what I'm hoping is that either one they don't do that to Coffee because I don't want to see him have to wait even longer, right, to get up to where he you know he deserves to be, um, or they're gonna try to play it out. And or they're gonna be like, all right, well, you know, we'll give you a little bit of matches with him where we want, where you guys want him to see him, but we're not gonna let him win anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want it to be. Um, I feel like if they if they try to either wait too long or ride it out too long, they're just gonna ruin the moment, and that kind of sucks. Because think about it, until Coffee got in, and I know I talked about this with you during the uh, um, during the pay per view, is Coffee replaced uh, Mustafa, right? Mustafa got screwed because <laughs> Mustafa lost all his momentum the second they put Kofi in and everybody realized they were like, you know what? Like, I didn't even know this. Like, I didn't know I wanted to see Kofi as a champion, right? Like, I didn't yeah. think, I never thought about that. But then when they put him in that spot, I was like, you know what? That's a good fucking idea. That's that's a really good idea. Kofi deserves it. Um, I thought they had a brilliant fight. That was brilliant. Yeah. He's got this. He fought so hard and just lost it in the elimination chain. Yep. He's got the title shot of fast lane. Perfect. If he wins it there, that'll be awesome. It'll almost be like the Eddie Guerrero thing. He yep. wins it at fast lane, defends it at 
um, Mania wins again. I was like, that'd be perfect. And what do they do? Just they fucked him over. Yep. And like to me personally, like I was thinking, I was like, man, mate, even if they just let him win at fast lane and then he goes and loses at WrestleMania, at least they gave him his moment, you know, and like, and at least he'll be up on that level now and they can see where he can go from there. But give him a little bit, like give him the belt for a little bit, do it before WrestleMania. Um, that way, if he does become a champion, because you there, all too many times it happens where you get a good superstar and then they get the championship, then they just suck. Like for whatever reason, they get that title and then it just they're not the same. They're not the same wrestler. They're not the same person on the mic or whatever. I've seen it happen numerous times. Dean Ambrose to me is a perfect example. Everybody thought he'd be a great champion. He was not a good world world, uh, world champion, right? He was a world champion, wasn't he? Yeah, he had the black belt. Uh, yeah, he was not he he was not entertaining as the world champion. He's entertaining all other times, but when he was the world champion, didn't care for it. So Too give it pressure. to him. Yeah, give it to him before the WrestleMania. Let him see how he does, and if he's doing bad going into WrestleMania, be like, all right, you're losing the belt at WrestleMania, buddy. You know, just yep, you'll give have him a that chance. chance. To try and get it back later. And I, I I really got nothing else on that match. That match to me was pretty boring because they just dominated the whole time essentially. He got a couple yeah, of lifts in, but that was run it. Out, and then Shinsuke and Rusev ran out off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, end of the match. And then all of a sudden, freaking Rusev and Shinsuke come running out and helping them out beat up New Day. I'm like, what is going on with this? Like, you guys just literally had, like, this is what y'all found to fill this pay-per-view with. When, when Where the hell is Finn Balor at? Like, I know we talked about this, too, is the Raw Women's Championship. Like, I got it. You know, you're trying to... You got the Charlotte and um, and Thank Becky match. To get into the main event. I got that, but could you not still book Ronda to do something? She was there. Like, yep. obviously, she was there. But, like, why well, not give her we'll something? We'll talk about that when we get down to that match. Yeah. Because that match pissed me the fuck off. Yes. And then the other thing was the, the Universal Championship. I hope the guy... I, just real quick, on a side note, I hope Brock loses soon because we need that fucking title back on the shows and not just on a pay-per-view every freaking so often. Every, I think it works out to be every three months. It's freaking ridiculous, man. Yeah, he's, ridiculous. He's at, like, Survivor Series. He's at SummerSlam. And I hope Seth wins, and I hope he Rumble, freaking goes back heel. Yep. Seth wins, heel, good to go. Um, then I think... Um, we had Elias sing for a bit. That was pretty funny. Yep, Elias sung. Then they went backstage, talked to Shane McMahon, asked him why he attacked the Miz. He, of course, he did the typical, I'm going to look at the camera, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, and then he just <laughs> freaking left. Like, all right. Um, then our next match go. is uh, Revival versus Booby Rude and Chad Gable and Alistair Black and Ricochet, um, <sighs> which... I don't want to talk too much on this. It was a great... This match in particular. It was a great match. WWE did what they needed to to keep the revival happy, so they re-signed. Yep, yep. And I feel uh, like the main things I took from it: Alistair Black is a beast. Yes. When they give him his single run, it'll be awesome. Yep. Um, the Ricochet's Hurricane Runner from the top rope. They got a couple of holy shit chants out of that. Yeah. I mean that is mainly his whole arsenal. Yeah, Ricochet's jump over the ring to the outside. Yeah. Um, and watching Chad Gable tag in was so good. And then obviously the Shadow Machine for the win yeah. from the Revival. It was a decent mid-card match. The yeah. whole reason that was there was so the Revival could retain and keep they keep them happy so they don't leave and sign with uh, AEW. Yep, I agree. Um, I, I definitely was entertained by the match. Everybody knows I'm a big, big uh, Bobby Roode fan. Can't stand, cannot stand him being in a tag team with Chad Gable. To me... 
Chad Gable's like the last person I would ever team up with him because Chad Gable's like the little puppy dog that follows you around and mimics everything you do while you got the big boy over here doing his thing. And I hate those tag teams. Like, I used to hate like when The Miz had The Miz Dow um, because yeah, I'm just like, man, like you're just, just a copy. Say that. Yeah, it's like, do Chad your Gable own thing. Is a is a more athletic version of um, Damian Sandow. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all it is. Like he's he's like, all right, I'm I'm Bobby Roode. I'm gonna wear a robe. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same yeah. exact interest as him. I'm gonna do like what? No, man. Like that, it, it's just boring to me. Seeing those two together is boring, and that sucks because Bobby Roode is an extremely talented individual. I've loved him since way, 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 way back in the day in his starting years in TNA. Um, loved him then. Freaking, have always loved glorious. him. And it's, it's, he's glorious, man. He's he's an amazing talent. He's and then, good. Um, so I was entertained by the match. Now, one thing that does confuse me about this is um, is I don't understand the Alistair Black Ricochet call up. Um, like it was, I feel like Vince needed uh, writings. I know, I, I I know why they got called up, but I feel like that was wasted. Like you have two of the, like I know they say this a lot as more as more and more people come through NXT, the best talent that's ever came through, the best talent that's ever came through, but. Alistair Black and Ricochet are hands down two of the best talents that have came through NXT, period. Not the best, period. they are the best. I don't I know. know. I, I'm got, a big um, Finn Balor fan and, and, and Bobby Roode, too, oh, man. But when I look at Finn Balor and Bobby Roode, they came from somewhere else. Like I'd never really heard of Ricochet and Alistair Black. See, Alistair Black I'd never heard of, but uh, Ricochet used to be uh, King Puma, I think it was, or Puma. Or, yeah. I know who Ricochet is. I've watched a few of his matches before yeah. in the indie scene. See, I hadn't seen any of Alistair Black's, though, and yeah, that's same what here. makes him so special. I had seen Finn in New Japan um, with the Bullet Club. Okay, so you're saying, like, out of like brand new talent, uh, not yeah. necessarily brand new to wrestling, but like brand new guys you've never heard of. I can see that, yeah. So I'd never, I'd never heard of Ricochet. Okay, I can see that, but even still, though, like that, that still brings across my point. Period. If they're the best or one of the best, is yeah, they the, fucked it the, up how they brought them up. Yeah, they just brought them. They're like, hey, here's two great individual guys who on NXT have had massive amounts of battles. We're randomly going to throw them into a tag team. They're not going to get any type of tag team name. We're just going to let them freaking fight you guys, and we're still going to put them on NXT, but they're part of the main roster now. I don't yeah. like the mixing of the NXT brand with WWE. NXT brand is freaking amazing the way it is. WWE fucks shit up, but it's amazing the way it is too. Don't interlock the two. Like, just leave leave them separate. Like, continue to do just the NXT call-up. Like, that, that should suffice. That That's what's made everybody happy so far. Why change that? That formula's not broken. Um, so I just don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, so with that match, I gave it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Due to the fact that it was it was high paced. It was a good tag team match. At points, I didn't know who was um, the legal men in because there was so so much things happening. Solid three point five. Probably one of the best matches of the night. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, then we got our, our our next bad baby. Are you done with that match? Yeah, done with that match. The next bad next baby was a U.S. title baby. Who was yeah, it? Yeah, my boy Joe retained. Joe so, Ray and our truth. Andrade. Our truth and Samoa Joe. Man, that was it, it was I, I think that was an entertaining match. It was it wasn't um that's a lot of good talent in the ring right there. Um, you know, I've continued to stay at this. I think our truth has been underused for so long. Um and I mean he's part he's far past his prime to be able to get any type of big title. Um yeah. so I was happy to see him get the US title, but 
Um, he dumb dumb. Yeah, he he dumb dumb. Like, he, they, his whole career with WWE, he has played an idiot. Um, yep. There, I he remember. Does it so well, and he's just out there having fun at this point. So yeah. I don't think he really cares. Yeah, absolutely. Him yeah. and Carmella teaming up, I think, is a great team up as well. Yep, I know uh, Corey Graves is probably pissed, um, but. Um, no, he's already hit that, so he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I really wrote down for this is this was pretty much your standard Fatal Four Way match. Like there was nothing, yep. there was nothing hot, there was nothing like really impactful. I didn't really see any moves. Um, Gas Cube, where I was like, oh shit! Like I didn't really have anything that popped in the match for me. Um, uh, the only thing that I had was Ray can still Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio still has it. Oh yeah, when he absolutely. Works like Joe, yep. when he's got someone that can throw him around, yep. he's got it. And other than that. Joe is so good for such a big guy. Yep, absolutely. Now, I hope at some point, you know, he's getting up there in age too, man. A lot of people realize how old he is. Um, I think he's in his late 30s, right? Yeah, um, 35, 36. He's getting there, man. Like, he needs to get his world title or WWE title, one of the two, man. He he, he is he's one of those guys that has put in his work, and he deserves to be up there towards the top, um, period. At least, at least give him one. Just give him one, let him hold it for a week if you want, and then take it away. But just give him one at least. Yeah, Samojo 39. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I thought. I thought oh, he was thought almost he was 40 years old. Yeah, I thought he was almost 40 years old. Um, but yeah, other than that, entertaining match. Uh, would you rate it? I gave it the best match of the night. I gave it a four. It was fun. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Yeah, it was by far, it, it beat out the tag team match before due to the fact of obviously having Ray and Andrade um, fly around the ring helps a lot. Yeah. It's just entertaining. Truth did what Truth needed to do in it. He was there. And then Samoa Joe, just the way he was the powerhouse for it, worked yeah. perfectly in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, then what, what about our next match? The women's tag team we titles. Boss and Hug Connection versus the Botch Twins. <laughs> Uh, bro, I, hope that, I hope WWE that's gives that. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that's the. I hope that's like their their nickname now, the Bosch Twins. Man, like I, I, I enjoyed nothing at all about this match. Um, like nothing about it was good. It, it had um, a good finish. It had a good finish. Which one? The one with, what are you talking about with Beth Phoenix and uh, stuff? No, 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 no. Before that, no, no. How um, Sasha Banks and Bailey actually won the match. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, Just okay. The way they set up the finisher was yeah, pretty okay. good. Yeah. Uh, main thing I took from this too many botches yes uh, Tamina's an actual bitch because she looked at Beth Phoenix's phone and then stood on it oh man I was going to talk about that too man yeah 100% stood on her phone like a yeah. mole yeah so so shortly before that happened like, because that was at the end of the matches before that happened I, I, I was watching there was a bunch of botches but the one that stuck out to me was when Sasha was outside um, she dove out um, Tamina and Nia missed her so she dropped her to the they dropped Sasha to the ground, but instead of like trying to play it off and doing something different because you know, um, um, yeah, they just picked her up. Like they cut away, they went over to, um, uh, why can't I think of her name? Uh, not Sasha, um, uh, Bailey. Bailey. Damn, I couldn't think of her name. Uh, they went over to Bailey on the camera, come back and look over at, uh, Naya and Tamina and all of a sudden they got Sasha in her arms again. I'm like, what? Like, did y'all really like bend over and pick her up and just stand there waiting for the suicide dive? Like, come on now, man. Like, I get it. You got to hit your spots, but when you fuck it up, you fuck it up. Drive on and move forward and try to think of something else to do, right? Like, they could have easily well, just stood there and let her dive on in without Sasha, you know what I mean? Just going to throw it out there. If you want to look at someone that's fucked up a botch and how to recover, watch Jeff Hardy. Yeah. 
because the stupid moves he does, he'll fuck one up every now and then, but he'll yep. figure another way out to do it without going back to that same spot. Yep. If you really watch a lot of matches, you'll see. I see it happen all the time where you can see that a, a spot got missed, but they they just roll with it. They just keep it going. They don't sit there and be like, "Oh, I dropped her. Let me bend over and pick her up real quick." Like, no, you you miss your opportunity by catching her when you were supposed to. Just leave her on the ground just stand there just stand there with empty hands and get hit with a suicide dive that would have been better than just picking her up off the ground better than that like i thought the match sucked um i don't oh, just because of because of naya and tamina not because of the boston hug but just naya and tamina just don't do it for yeah. me look the one thing i liked about the end of this match was beth getting in their face then obviously yes. her longtime friend natty running out what i hated was have natty and beth kick the shit out of them yeah, don't. That, that's what. If they'd done that, would have been perfect. Yep, and you know, I was going to throw in about. So when Beth originally jumped in, I was going to talk about that as well. But I thought that was such a dick move, man. Like Tamina clearly looked down at the ground after uh, Beth got knocked down and saw her phone right there, and I watched her foot because the camera only caught her foot, but you watched her foot just set right on the phone, and then you could see yeah, a crack on, on the phone. And then the crack the phone, I was like, oh, dude, if I if I was Beth, I'd probably whoop that ass in the back. Um, Cause I, I'd be I'd be pretty upset, um, but then it was interesting to see Natty run out. I didn't think Natty was. You kept calling it. I was like, no, I don't I think. I think I thought it was gonna be Lita, um, and then Natty came out. And then I don't I don't understand WWE's concept when it comes to a lot of things. But I really don't understand this whole push for Nia and Tamina all the time. Like why they suck so bad. They have injured so many people and nobody likes them. No, like nobody gives a shit about those two being together, but yet they're constantly getting pushed. And even though they may not be tag champions or whatever, but like getting pushed in the sense that, like you said, Beth and Natty should have whooped their ass. Like they should have came out there. Natty should have ran out, should have got there, started punching. Beth stands up. They start beating them up, right? They should have won that, that exchange. But no, yep. Tamina and Nia still whooped everybody's butt and then left out of there smiling. And I'm like, what the All hell? Right. Once again, this match was like the first tag match, Shane and um, Miz versus Usos. It was a two for me. Yeah. yeah it wasn't, two out of five. Yeah, it wasn't great at all. Um, I, the next match is something that um, um, was a little confusing. Um, the WWE Championship match. So that was Daniel Bryan who came out victorious um, and Kevin Owens. But I remember, so when this, uh, so it has the third person, but we'll get that in a second. As I remember when they were calling the match, uh, while we were hanging out, um, watching the, watching it, I was like, man, did they just say this was a triple threat? And Suss was like, no, no, they didn't. And I was like, no, bro. They just called this shit a triple threat match. And we were like, there's like, what? There's like, are they going to bring coffee out? Like, or Kofi, are they going to bring him out? Like, is this like, Hey, he went through the, the, the handicap match. We're going to bring out Kofi. But no, no, it wasn't Kofi. Nope. Who was it? They brought out Mustafa Ali. Swear to God, bro. Swear to God. Man, like, I don't dislike Mustafa Ali. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like his five seconds of fame have gone. Um, I, it sucks for him. It sucks that he got injured. Um, and he had to drop his position in order to let um, – and Kofi stepped in for him. But once Kofi stepped in, Mustafa lost all of his all, – all, all yep. the every, – every bit of train ride he had going is gone. All that hype train went when straight he, to Kofi. When he came back last week and he didn't get a pop – he yeah, got they got he got nothing like his shit played and everybody's like who the hell is this and he came out and everybody's like yeah okay who are you guy like 
Like, where's Kofi at? Like, that's who we want to see. And, and again, it sucks because I don't dislike him. I think he's a good wrestler. I liked his um, his montage videos. I think he's good on the mic. Um, I like his story. Um, but when you're replaced by the guy that's got like, the most fan pop right now, being Kofi, you're kind of fucked. Um, no one else really gives a shit. And, like, no one, again, with this match, no one really cared that he came out. Nobody, like, it didn't pop. It didn't nothing. Yeah, some people, some fans clapping, but that was about it. Your typical entrance. Um, and again, when he came out, I literally wrote in my notes. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, uh, how? Like, yeah, I've, well, got, how did, I've got in my notes uh, WTF. That's yeah. what I've got. Like, on the top of my notes, WTF. And then like, I've got, I've had to add in Mustafa Ali. <laughs> like, how? Like, like this is my thing. But like, I get it. Okay, like, I really don't. I don't know why I'm saying I get. It. I don't like how if Kofi was not involved with this match, what made them decide? that during the pay-per-view, during the match, they were going to announce it as a triple threat. Like, what made them think that? Like, I don't Maybe understand. Maybe promised Mustafa a title shot. Like, if he came up to the main roster, we'll give you a title shot. You might not win, but we'll give it to you. And okay, but... their way of doing it. But they would have known about that for a while, right? Like, so they would have announced that sooner. They Like, why announce it the, like as the match is getting ready to happen? Announce him as the third person. Like, why... Why was that just a thing? They were like, oh, we have one triple threat or technically a handicap. Are you reacting to it? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's Reactions. True. Yeah, I can but see that. I just didn't get why it was him. With this match, the two things that I took out of it, one, Corey is the best person on the mic ever for commentating. <laughs> uh, there's a couple. Mustafa is ballsy, and Rowan cannot do a spin kick to save his life. <laughs> He did the fat man's spin kick, bro. He did like that thing where he could barely lift his leg up like freaking six inches off the ground and spun around, bro. I was laughing so hard when he did that, bro. That was ridiculous, I, man. I I didn't pay much attention to this match at all. I thought it was boring. I was actually eating lunch during it because <laughs> I was hungry. I went and made a sandwich. It was delicious. Um, I had roast beef on there, if anyone wants to know. The one, good, the one thing favorite. I hated more than anything about this, though, KO wasn't even involved in the end. He was outside of the ring. Yes. Yeah. Remember, I was talking about that while we were watching this. Yeah. So, so with my, with my points on this, like one thing I thought was hilarious was in the beginning of the match um, when Daniel Bryan was like pointing at KO and KO grabbed his finger and Daniel Bryan <laughs> screamed like a little girl and threw him down to the mat. Um, I thought that was hilarious. I just it was, it was just out of nowhere. Like he's just pointing at him. He grabs his finger and he screams. He throws him down. Um, then um, the whole match, the whole match, pretty much all we got was Kofi chants. Um, like that's yeah, that every was, time, that that's all true. they chanted. We that, want Kofi, yep. or just Kofi, Kofi the whole yep. time. Anytime Mustafa was building up any sort of uh, rhythm or momentum, they would start, and he's it would just he'd lose it. Yep. Um, and again, like that's what sucks for him, man. It's like it, no matter how good of a star he is, he's kind of being outshined by the guy that replaced him. It's kind of like yep. being that backup quarterback and then freaking stepping in. Uh, I wish I watched more football because I'd give like an analogy. Be like, oh, you know, was like, no, you know who this is? Huh? This is Tom Brady. Okay, yeah, okay. Kofi yep. is Tom Brady. You yep. look when at he him when from he Breeze, took over Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe? Yeah. Bledsoe. Yeah, Bledsoe, not Breeze. Bledsoe was the king, stood him for then, and then Bledsoe came back, and it was, no, nope, we want Brady. Yep, that's, like, oh, that, that's how this feels. And now look what Brady's done. That's how it is. Yep. Like we're gonna get all kinds of people that hating on Brady right now. But like, fuck Brady! Like uh, we ain't here to talk about yeah, football, people. Okay, we just trying to make an analogy. analogy okay. 
I um so one thing I, that I wrote that I thought was interesting I wanted to look into it is while we were watching is um I waited to see if he used it again right because we watched him use the stunner twice before he used the stunner again um, yeah he did so Stunfall I looked, gave him the okay for it. No, so I, well, so I looked up and it said, so I couldn't find anything that said Stone Cold did, but I looked. What I found was it saying that WWE gave him the okay or telling or making him use the stunner because the stunner is so over because of Stone Cold and they want Kevin Owens. You know, he's coming back from an injury, but he's coming back from being a heel, right? And he's yeah. coming back in a pretty shitty position by coming back and being the guy taking Kofi's place. Um, so in order to try to help him get pop, um, get the pop from the fans, get the fans on the side, throw a stunner in. Yep. That's what I read. on. I, I looked in a couple places, um, and that's what I was looking at. Um, whether Stone Cold approved it or WWE, it's pretty much doing it to get over it back on the babyface side of things, um, which I understand. Yeah. That's as fine. long as they leave out Sami Zayn, I'm okay. Yeah. like, uh, like no, I, Sami's a great wrestler. Yeah. I just don't want them being together i didn't like sammy and him together as a heel it was just it was just what they it was just overly stupid it was just sammy zane just he's too much of a goofball to really be considered a bad guy i guess like i don't know he's like the um trying to think of like a a, a shitty super villain that, that, that's like him he's like one of the the rogue gallery people from the flash like he's a villain but nobody really gives a shit because he's not really threatening i was like eh, bro go oh, back to being a baby no, he's, face um, he's the uh the crocodile not the crocodile guy the aussie aussie guy from suicide squad oh the boomerang boomerang oh boomerang <laughs> hey i love boomerang, yeah, bro. boomerang. Yeah. yeah but he's like that you just you're not gonna take him seriously he's throwing a boomerang like, yeah come on guys <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's metal bro it's metal um i okay. so uh what'd you give this match uh, oh, this one was a three. It okay. was it was decent. Um, Mustafa doing his uh, four hundred five or four hundred fifty or whatever it is oh, on the side apron. Oh on my god, that was epic, that bro. That was ballsy. Yeah, so, uh, it got a three for that. Pissed me off that Owens wasn't involved at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so one that move was awesome. That was probably my favorite move of the match. Now, again, like I know we keep talking about Mustafa Ali and Kofi and stuff, but I do like Mustafa. Man, he's a he's a very entertaining wrestler. He's he's pretty damn good. He's good on the mic and stuff. Um. So the, when he did the couple of things, the high flyer things he pulled off was awesome. But I, I I was pretty pissed off too about the KO thing. It's like you bring KO back from injury. Um, you have him step in a couple matches. You have him replace Kofi, and then he loses the match. But not only does he lose the match, but he loses the match while being tossed out outside by fucking Rowan. Like what? Yeah. Like, why is Rowan there? Like I don't understand. To me, like I've, I would much rather see Rowan as a Bludgeon brother than his position he's at right now. And I fucking hated the Bludgeon brothers. I thought they were stupid as hell. Like I would rather see him do that than be at the side of Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah, we'll see how they have to play that out. I, yeah, I don't know. I heard um, Harper was at or um, was at a live event the night before. I thought he might have shown up. Um, Bray yeah. Wyatt meant to be coming back, so who knows if, what they're going to do with that sort of situation? We'll have to wait till I guess WrestleMania to find out. It's going to be a Daniel Bryan Bray Wyatt freaking stable. Um, yep. So our next match was the big match. Um, it was actually I was actually surprised. Um, that it wasn't the um, the final match. I'm glad it wasn't because I felt like I feel like a championship match should be at the end. And we talked about this several times it, too. Is it should have been a, a championship, championship match? match at the, I don't care whether it, I know a lot of people have. It has to be either the US, uh, the Universal or the WWE. Yeah. I don't mind if it's one of the women's ones either. 
Yeah. As long as it's going to be the best match of the night. Yep. If it's not a title match at the end of the night, I don't want to see it. It needs to be a title match. Yep, absolutely. And I was at, like, because they, because they had like an order of the matches on their site, on the Fastlane site. So that's kind of how I wrote my my order on my on my document. And then as night went on, I was like, oh, nope, that match moved up here. Oh, nope, that match moved down here. Um, and then, so we didn't really know what order the matches were going to be. And so as they were happening, I'm like, oh, okay, this is, oh, this match is happening now. Um, and I was surprised. I was surprised the WWE Championship match was going on at the time because I was like, man, we still got two more matches after this. Um, so this is kind of shitty to not put this at the end. Um, and then um, to just not have Finn Balor, the IC title. Like, why not? He's got a yeah, match tomorrow. Got- He's got a match with Bobby, but why wasn't it on the card today? I don't know. I've got in my thing for WWE, like for the fast lane with my notes, I had in there a few different things. And one of my things that I put at the bottom was missed opportunities. At the start of the night, I was like, there's no US title shot. That's a missed opportunity. Obviously, they changed that, so I have yeah. to take that out. Intercontinental, what are they doing with Finn? He's not injured because we know he's wrestling tomorrow night. Yep. And he's wrestling Bobby Lashley. Sick of that feud because it's just boring and Lashley can't talk on a microphone. Yeah. So. And barely wrestle. Um, he's big that's all I care about yeah but back to the Becky Lynch Charlotte Flair match yep. I'm not going to talk much on this at all it was a boring match yes They're it was playing off a stupid leg injury too much and the way that she won having Ronda come out hit her so she got disqualified so she's in the main event and then no fighting after that Ronda just walking out the dumbest thing ever if Ronda was a proper heel she should have hit Becky got her disqualified once it had been announced beat the shit out of Charlotte and beat the shit out of Becky and then yep. walked out. Yep. That's all I'm going to say about that match. Uh, what's your rating on it? Oh, I gave it a one. It was boring. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like the match. All I wrote on there was um, uh, Becky looks dumb, faking the injury. Um, then the Ronda interference, I did, I, I, we pretty much knew it was going to happen because um, we knew that they were going to make it a three-way at WrestleMania. That's just the way the cards have been playing out. Um, but yeah, I was completely bored with the match. Didn't really care for it. I think I actually ended up getting up and going upstairs. My that was my time. I took a break and went upstairs, got me something to eat, and something to drink, because um, I just I had no fun with that match at all. So that was that. Um, yeah, pretty pretty fucking standard and pretty fucking boring. Um, then we got the last match though, um, which Shield versus McIntyre, Corbin, and the man that can't wrestle, Bobby Lashley, or as they called him several times during the announcers or with the announcers and I wonder if it's going to be their name is Dominant Force I even wrote that down in my notes because several times I heard them call him that um, or they called him the Dominant Force um, they yeah, called him they that got, several times so, like, I got that yeah it got dominated so but yeah I just thought it was but, weird they kept calling him that it was good to see Roman back wrestling properly. Like he looks like Roman now. Um, yes. Before he looked a little, a little frail. Like the last couple of weeks, looked a little bit. Uh, is he still there? Obviously not wrestling the last couple of weeks. He's just been in the gym, clanging yeah. and banging, probably with the Rock. So <laughs> clanging and banging. He looks, he looks big again, which looks good. He wrestled pretty well today. He's well over with the fans now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with Seth at WrestleMania winning. Is he going to go after Seth? Yeah. I would be interested in seeing um, now this whole angle is done. Um, the match overall really had nothing special, and I was expecting a lot out of this match because while I don't care for Bobby Lashley, you still got three amazing wrestlers in the Shield. You still got two other amazing wrestlers, in McIntyre and Corbin. Um, 
So I was expecting something pretty good from this match. Um, it, it it wasn't subpar. It wasn't boring, but it wasn't it wasn't like that match you want at the end of a fucking pay per view. After what three and a half four hours, you want to have something that's going to cap off the night and be like, hell yeah, I'm glad I freaking stayed for the end. It really wasn't that. Like it, it there was, really didn't there give was me that. one good thing. There was one good thing for the end, and that was Seth jumping off the uh, the higher up part of the crowd. Oh onto, yeah, yep, yep. Old, old school um, ECW. Yeah, onto McIntyre and Lashley. That was yeah. the best bit of the match. It was yeah, it was good to see um, Roman back. Don't smile during the match. Smile after. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. I know you're happy to be back. Be yeah. back. Kick the shit out of someone. Then smile. That was that was something I was trying to hit on before too. Is like it, it felt like same thing you were saying. Is like Roman the last couple of weeks I looked for out and got it. He's going through a lot of stuff, right? And I'm glad that he's doing good now. I'm very very happy for his recovery. But he looked like old, like he looked like in shape Roman tonight. Um, like when he yeah. came out, he had the beard back out, and for he just looked like he meant business. I was like, all right, this is Roman right here. But then every now and then during the match, like he would just stand there and look at the fans and start smiling for no reason. I'm like, why, bro? Why, why are you doing, doing that? that. Yeah. I understand why. I do too. Which is good. But yeah. Do it on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> that, do yeah. Like do it. Do it. Yeah. Like this is your first do match back, bro. Promo. Look like a badass. You know what I mean? Um, do it during a promo. You'd yeah. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Could have done it then. Um, then the, the thing I find interesting with this whole um, the shield thing, right, is that this is the last hoorah, this is the last last go to for the shield, because um, Dean's leaving. I don't no, fucking not. believe I don't fucking believe it at all. And I know there's a lot of people who really think he's leaving and think he's going to. There is absolutely no fucking way that WWE is supporting Dean Ambrose leaving and giving him all this coverage and all this screen time and all these freaking all these pay-per-views and stuff and letting him do all this if they if he's for sure leaving yeah because wwe has never done that for anybody they don't don't sit there and talk about how he oh he's leaving they don't say he's retiring they don't say he's he's um injured or you know this and that they're just talking about how he's just flat out leaving he's leaving and going somewhere else the only but, time they have talked about someone leaving was CM Punk. Yeah, yep. And it was yeah. he had a title. Yep. And, and that was a pretty big deal. Leave. Yep. But he didn't actually leave. Yeah. So he's so, not leaving. Yeah, I don't. I think um, one of our buddies had um, dropped something in the Discord um, talk about how uh, he um, he thinks that it's just you know Dean Ambrose hasn't taken a break in a long, long time. Uh, well, no, because he was injured not that long ago, wasn't he? He, yeah, he yeah. Had, he was injured, so he did his shoulder when the shield first got back together. He had six months off. Yeah, two months was recovery, and then WWE gave him another four months after that. What I could read, just to have some time off. So I wonder what. what see, I forgot about it, the injury. It, be, no, it's an it's an angle that they're taking because obviously something's going to happen at WrestleMania because his contract's up the day after. Yeah. So he'll show up somewhere and do some stupid lunatic fringe thing. So I think what happened was word got out, uh, you know, with all the dirt sheets and stuff, like word got out that his contract was coming up. Word got out that he was possibly leaving WWE. WWE was probably like, hey, are you thinking about leaving us? And he might have been like, yeah, you know, maybe I am. And they were like, you know what? Fuck that. Hey, look, here's all this. Like, we're going to keep you. Like, look, we're going to give you everything you want. But in the meantime, we're going to act like we're not giving you shit, right? Like, just going to yep. play this angle out. 
Um, and honestly, back to the, the shield as a whole, is I really hope that this go around, we get to see um, Roman turn heel because we've already seen Seth, which I would love to see Seth again because I feel Seth Rollins is probably one of the better heels, period, in the last couple of years on WWE. And or um, he, he's just a great heel champion. Um, and then um, Dean Ambrose, we've already seen, didn't really like it, didn't really, don't really care for it. I like when he plays like the crazy dude, not the little crazy lunatic. Um, but like when he plays like the like the crazy person, I kind of like that. But where he's not really heel, but he is kind of like semi stone coldish. Um, but Roman, I just want to see turn flat out heel and just say, you know what, fuck you guys. You guys didn't support me. I can see him doing it too because he'd be like, look, you guys never supported me, never cared about me. But I tell you, I'm freaking. I got a disease and I'm dying or something. And then all of a sudden, y'all care. It'd be kind of weird to see them try to play that out, like using his sickness. Um, as a reason to get mad because that's kind of a low blow, but we're talking about WWE. They've done a whole lot of other shit in the past. They almost did a Vince and Steph incest thing. So yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like so I can see it happening. Yeah. Well, that was the whole pay per view. Yeah. Overall, yeah. It, I know you enjoyed it. There was only a few matches that I, I thought the end of or the start of the card was terrible. The middle of the card was quite good and then it really bombed back with the boss and hug connection versus the botch twins yeah picked up a little bit with the wwe championship dropped back down with becky versus charlotte and then it picked back up with the shield versus mcintyre i gave it a two and a half out of five for the whole pay-per-view okay um it'll be interesting because there was no five-star matches there yeah absolutely there's lucky none. to be there's lucky to be the four-star match with the um uh, the US title and that's that's it that was the, I, I feel that was the pay-per-view saving grace was the US title match you know something I forgot about um, that I, I kind of enjoyed was the RKO out of nowhere and then the uh, the uh, phenomenal yes. elbow out of nowhere yeah that was awesome that was that was good um, but with it um, yeah so I was entertained by the pay-per-view and all, honestly I don't know if it was really the pay-per-view or if it was just the fact that like the fact we actually sat it could have just been the fact we sat down and watched pay-per-view together and we're talking about it all the time yeah talking trash and taking notes and stuff so i think that might have been what i was really enjoying wasn't really caring about most of because honestly i could have I, I like i kept wanting to load up a game or something while we were watching because i was like man like i so I. I feel like i want to do something but i was like if i do that i'm not gonna pay attention to the pay-per-view and then i'm gonna miss some stuff um but overall it was decent i definitely 100 called a 100 failure on a last pay-per-view for Wrestlemania like this yep. was not the pay-per-view you want to see this pay-per-view should be like all the champions getting ready to freaking get their get their their rival ready for that Wrestlemania match or yep. number one contenders getting ready to go into the Wrestlemania match but like we don't like we know Bobby Lash is going into to the IC title and stuff but like I don't know I just feel like they they just failed to set up a lot of stuff for Wrestlemania so we're gonna I'll see how Wrestlemania turns out we'll, we'll see how we go with Monday uh, Monday Night Raw and Smackdown on Tuesday yep yep um, we'll see how they go yeah. obviously we'll recap the three three main shows again so Raw, Smackdown and NXT this week yep so we'll Absolutely. try and get that out we'll do that and um Thursday or Friday this week will probably be the best times to get those out to everyone yep yeah, that's what i was saying i was saying more like should be able to get everything um be able to watch and get everything taken down monday tuesday wednesday and then thursday and we can link up sit down and record this stuff so for those that don't know um i live in kansas and uh Sussmark is here if you can't tell this is in australia so i mean it's kind of hard for us to, to Boy, link up the that. time to do this stuff uh 
you know, a bunch of kangaroos and stuff. Um, so we're, we're the Amy running on the treadmill to get my internet working. <laughs> so this is something new for us. Um, I'm excited to do this. Sus has been sound excited to do this. Me and I've been talking about this for over a year now. Um, doing a podcast, a web show type thing based around wrestling. It's something that we both thoroughly enjoy. Um, you might see, you guys might see slash hear um, some guest appearances from time to time with other people we know that enjoy wrestling. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, now, one place you guys should definitely check out that we um, con- converse about a lot of wrestling is our Discord. That's discord.gg forward slash team NDA. T-E-A-M-N-D-A If you guys want to join that you feel free to come join us and talk about some wrestling but that's it for me Sus you got anything bro? Yeah if you're free from 9am central time Monday to Friday jump to the mixer.com forward slash Mr. Trend give him a follow give him a sub plays lots of games loves to talk shit Uh, that's all from us appreciate the plug bro oh good that's all from us have fun and we'll WV the nerdy news and our wrestling peace Later.